0: Um, It's really cool to be celebrating our first Christmas Eve In this building And I'm very excited It's been about six months since God's had us here on Lockwood Ridge And to have our first Christmas Eve service as a family together with our children It's really cool Um, So just real quick before I get started in the message tonight And it's not long at all But um, this is one, so one of the things that we know that in the room it's kind of loud and it echoes But actually I'm kind of looking forward to hearing some of the echo tonight just, just the sound of young ones enjoying getting ready for Christmas night It's just kind of a cool feeling, you know So uh, I have a message that I've uh, written for you guys tonight It's called Christmas Wasn't Always Cozy Now it's true though, right? Isn't Christmas just the coziest of all the holidays? Like it's way, it's way more cozy than like, you know, President's Day Memorial Day is not cozy. Thanksgiving tries to be cozy, but it's not Christmas cozy. You follow me? It's better than July 4th. It's more cozy than Labor Day. It's more cozy than New Year's. What makes your Christmas cozy? So like, how many of you wear matching pajamas on Christmas morning? Look, I know some of you like it, but it's really kind of weird, to be honest. But that's okay. I'm not judging. I'm not judging. I'm just, well, a little bit. But um, how many of you drink eggnog on Christmas morning? How many of you think eggnog ruins Christmas? Raise your hand. <laughs> that's exactly okay. How many of you have really cozy ugly christmas sweaters that you wear yes some of you are raising your hand on all of these it's just really how many of you like on christmas morning you put the youtube yule log videos on loop on your tv <laughs> yes 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 well, and what is it about those christmas decorations right i love the christmas bling they make you feel cozy too the tree and the lights and the the tinsel, I guess people don't really use the tinsel too much because it makes a lot of mess and it's, like, you know, toxic, so we don't use that as much anymore. Uh, but then the wreaths, we had three, but one of them fell. So just keep that in mind. But, and we had three over here. But the wreaths kind of take this irregular, ordinary plain wall and turn it into a festival. It's really kind of cool. Now, here's another thing about Christmas that makes it kind of different and kind of cozy. No other holiday has its own Christmas music. Have you ever heard any Labor Day carols? <laughs> And not only that, not only does Christmas have its own genre of music, every genre has Christmas music. Raise your hands if you like Christmas jazz. Raise your hand. Oh, yeah, I like that one. I like the Charlie Brown piano jazz music. That's pretty cool. Yeah, that's a good one. Raise your hand if you like disco Christmas music. <laughs> she says, I'm in, I'm in. Like, uh, what is it, Christmas Top 40, what's her name, Um, All I Want for Christmas is, oh yeah, Mariah Carey, yeah, I don't like that one, but whatever. Um, (laughs) What about Christmas Rock and Roll, right, there's Christmas Rock and Roll, right, Run, Run Rudolph, right, that's a good one. What about Christmas Rap, you know, there is Christmas Rap, you ever heard, yeah, you like Christmas Rap, I like Christmas Rap. And we like the gifts, particularly we like the gifts it's not so much about what we receive, or, but really what it is, we like what the gifts say about who we give them to and who gave them to us. It says that you're someone special. And these are some of the reasons why I think Christmas is the most merry, warm, cozy, blingy, musical, worshipful holiday of them all. And of course, as followers of Jesus, we love Christmas for a higher reason, a better reason. It's the celebration of the birth of our Savior, Jesus. But that first Christmas wasn't any of those things that we just listed. We often forget how hard the first Christmas was. The first Christmas didn't start off merry, it wasn't warm, it wasn't blingy, it wasn't musical, and it wasn't cozy. In fact, it was the exact opposite of all those things. This is the famous Christmas verse that we've all read. For unto you is born this day in the city of David a Savior, who is Christ the Lord. And this will be a sign for you. You will find a baby wrapped in swaddling clothes lying in a manger. Now, a baby wrapped in blankets sounds cozy, (laughs) but it's not. That first Christmas was poverty-stricken and grimy, anxious and isolated and fearful. It started with what seemed to be a scandalous pregnancy of a woman engaged to be married to a simple carpenter. It ended up with our Jesus born in a barn full of smelly animals, placed in an animal feeding trough filled with hay as a crib. And then after that, the next few Christmases were even worse, a jealous Jewish king named Herod was hunting this baby for fear that Jesus might replace him as king of the Jews one day. In many ways, that jealous Jewish king became the hands and feet of that dragon we've recently learned about in Revelation 12. But then Jesus and Mary and Joseph, on that first or second Christmas, had to escape into a foreign land in Egypt where they didn't know anyone. And they were there for at least a couple years, maybe three so the first three or four Christmases, they were on the run. And then the next 30 or so Christmases after that weren't very cozy either. As an adult, we're going to get ready to go home to our homes in a little bit. But as an adult, Jesus never owned a house. He never had a normal, cozy bed to sleep in. He even said the Son of Man has nowhere to lay his head. And Not only that... Within those 30 Christmases, Jesus and his disciples became targets of persecution. They were hated by the powerful of society and the political and the religious. And then from there, Christmas takes an even more tragic turn. First, Jesus is betrayed by one of his closest friends. He was arrested for crimes he didn't commit. He was mocked and and beaten and then was crucified alongside of actual criminals. But all these rough Christmases, none of it came as a surprise to our Jesus. He knew it was all by design, according to his father's plan. And Jesus said, I'll go through 33 really rough Christmases because I love those whom you have given to me. Isaiah chapter 9, verse 6. For to us a child is born, to us a son is given. The government shall be upon his shoulder and his name shall be called Wonderful Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, the Prince of Peace. Of the increase of his government and of peace, there will be no end. So praise God, those first 33 Christmases that weren't very warm or cozy or merry or safe, that's not how the Christmas story ends. Three days later after that cross, He arose and conquered death and became our risen savior. Then before he left earth, he promised something very important. He said, I'm going to return one day and I'm going to establish with you, my followers, a forever kingdom here on earth. You know, you think about you think about all that Jesus endured from his birth through his life on earth and then on the cross. Those 33 or 34 Christmases. Not one of them was a celebratory birthday party. But the fact is, without all of that that he endured, all those uncozy, uncomfortable, unmerry, unjoyful, unsafe Christmases, without all of that, the comfy, cozy, merry Christmas that we all love would be something completely different. It would be an annual reminder of the greatest catastrophe ever. It would be an annual reminder of the darkest day on the calendar of human history. But 30 plus years of terrible Christmases is how Jesus rewrote the Christmas story. And he turned it from a tragedy into the greatest story ever told. He has made this Christmas story into an entire season that we as followers of Jesus celebrate with love and joy and peace. So tonight... We enjoy a very different Christmas story with our friends and our family than the one that started it all over 2,000 years ago, don't we? And as we head home tonight to celebrate our own precious, cozy Christmas with all the great Christmas traditions that your family might love, we should remember the, all that Jesus endured to make it that way. When he entered, by his own will, an uncomfortable uncozy, hostile world because he loved us. Look, I'm not trying to make you feel guilty about your cozy Christmas. You should enjoy it. Okay, don't go home and think, well, Pastor Joe said it's not just because. No, you can be cozy. Enjoy it. I want you to bask in the full gratitude of Christmas cheer because we know that our cozy Christmas came at a tremendous price so we can enjoy our precious, cozy traditions, the overflowing stockings, the exchanging of gifts, the eating of the Christmas cookies, and we fire up our fake Florida fireplaces. (laughs) And even those of you who wear those strange matching pajamas, we do all of that that are full of hearts with Christmas cheer. Because tonight... We're just taking a short time to remember Christmas didn't start warm and cozy. Jesus did a lot of hard work to make it that way. Thanks be to Jesus, who came as a baby, grew into the Lamb of God with power over sin and death, conquered the grave so that we could follow him. And have peace on earth, goodwill towards men. Even when our life on this earth may not be too cozy. Merry Christmas to my Grace Life family. You're so precious to us. And we love you more than you know. Heavenly Father. Precious Jesus, thank you so much for enduring those 33 hard Christmases so that we would have reason to celebrate. Because without it, we'd be living in a tragedy. But you have given us the greatest gift of all. Thank you for growing into the Lamb of God, enduring all that you have, So that together with our church family and with one another, we can celebrate a comfy, cozy, blessed, merry, joyful, peaceful Christmas. In Jesus' name, amen.
1: Of Luke, recording what took place, fulfilling that of Isaiah. In those days, Caesar Augusta he issued a decree that a census should be taken of the entire Roman world. This was the first census that took place while Cyrenius was governor of Syria. And everyone went to A son. She wrapped him in claws and placed him in a manger, because there was no guest room available for them. And there were shepherds living in the fields nearby, keeping watch over their flocks at night. An angel of the Lord appeared to them, and the glory of the Lord shone around them, and they were terrified. But the angel said to them, Do not be afraid. I bring you good news that will cause great joy for the people. Today in the town of David, a Savior has been born to you. He is the Messiah, the Lord. And this will be a sign to you. You will find a baby wrapped in claws lying in a manger. And suddenly a great company of the heavenly hosts appeared with the angel praising God and saying, Glory to God in the highest heaven and on earth peace to those on whom his favor rests when the angels had left them and gone into heaven the shepherds said to one another let's go to Bethlehem and see this thing which the Lord has talked about so they hurried off and found Mary and Joseph and the baby who was lying in the manger seeing him, they spread the word concerning what they had been told about this child And all who heard it were amazed at what the shepherd said to them. The shepherds returned, glorifying and praising God for all the things they had heard and seen, which were just as they had been told.
2: Brothers and sisters, we invite you to stand with us as we sing our final song together this evening. She that desperately needs to see this late. When we leave here, help us to be a little more patient, a little more kind, and a little bit full of the love that you have for us. We love you and we praise you in your name, amen. Brothers and sisters, go in peace to love and serve the Lord. We'll see you next Sunday. Don't show up tomorrow.